Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of On My Grown, the podcast. I am Rodney Boyd. I'm Melly Mitchell. Thank you guys for tuning in for yet another week. Um, we have something special this week. It's called Grown and Greeky. Um, yeah. It's Founders Day season. You know, January is always chuck full of Founders Days. Everyone just loves it so much. But um, so we wanted to have a Greek discussion. You know, both of us are part of Greek organizations. And uh, we brought some friends. Yep. Um, we wanted to get a you know different standpoint, of course, as we're part of Alpha Phi Alpha and Alpha Kappa Alpha. So we want to get some different organizations. So we're going to have them introduce themselves and we're going to get right into it. Yeah, we'll start. Start with right. Yep. All right. Uh, oh, wait. Just name, organization, chapter, and the year you cry. Okay. Name is Duck, organization, Kappa Alpha Psi. Um, what was the year mm-hmm. y'all was asking for? Uh, follow wait. I'm old school now. And uh, what's the last thing school is Clayton State University. Okay. Hi, everyone. My name is Nia Jones. I'm currently a junior at Clark Atlanta University and a member of the Pearl Bearing Sigma chapter of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. Spring 16. Hi, everybody. My name is Jabari Jones. I am a senior at Moales College, the uh, Chi chapter of Phi Beta Sigma Fraternity Incorporated. And um, what, yeah, you cross. Oh, fall 14. <laughs> Um, it's a good year for you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and then for us, uh, Rodney, once again, Rodney Boyd, Alpha Alpha Fraternity Incorporated at Morehouse College, Cross Fall 2011. I'm Melanie Mitchell. I'm a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated, um, the original base of Alpha chapter of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. I'm sorry, I got to say the whole thing. <laughs> um, I crossed in spring 2013 at Florida a University. Yeah, so um, let's let's just get into it. You know, uh, start ladies first. Uh, just tell us a little about, you know, what made you interested in Delta and how you, you, you came to become a Delta. So um, I'm the first person in my immediate family, so like mom, dad, brothers, no uncles, cousins, no one to be Greek. Um, I had a few teachers um, in my school, high school, who kind of influenced the decision to look further into it. Like, I knew that they were just amazing women just because, like, they were great teachers and they instilled a lot of great values in me to pursue, like, my career field of STEM and when I looked further into it, like, I found similarities in the founders and some of myself. So I just, honestly, I just went out on the whim, and I tried, and I made it. So that's kind of why I joined. Uh, Jabari? Um, I joined because uh, 586 Sigma Fraternity Incorporated, um, not only do I like the principles that they have of Brotherhood Scholarship and Service, but my RA, um, Colin Bent, uh, Fall 12, um, he really showed me the way. Um, I lived in Du Bois Hall. That was a freshman dorm, and he really was like a big brother to me. Um, he made sure that I stay on my grades. And something that he always said was, no matter what you do, you know, no matter what or you may choose. He was like, I will always help you and always be a brother because I feel like you'll be a good member in the NPHC, you know, um, no matter what org you join. So, you know, that it was no pressure. And on top of that, I just like that. I didn't have to be Greek for him to be a brother to, you know, to me, you know. Um, so, yeah. Cool. Sweet. Uh, cap outside is the only way. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I, um, I joined because the brotherhood was extremely real. It was everything that I thought it would be. Um, I met a bunch of guys on my campus, and they were exactly what I needed in my life at that time. They helped me out. They picked me up on my feet and stuff like that. Um and they didn't even know me like that. And so for these guys to be like, hey, we welcome you in. We want you to be a part of our fraternity and everything like that. It was like I was sold. So I was like, I want to be a capital. I'm going to be a capital for the rest of my life. Uh, 
Okay. Um, are we pitching uh, in or just... if we can briefly? Yeah, um, briefly. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll start with you. Um. Well, I'm a legacy. Um. I didn't necessarily apply. I didn't apply legacy, but you know, my mother's an AKA. You know, her AKA ness is how she met my father. Um. <laughs> Yes, her AKA-ness. Um, but, yeah, my two older sisters are AKAs. My aunt is AKA. But aside from family ties, I feel like throughout my life, you know, every woman who I looked up to, um, whether it be on TV or in school or something like that, a woman of AKA was always that person. Like, my favorite teacher in, in high school, like, who helped me, you know, made me see my potential and all that. She was an AKA. And I was like, you know what? Like, this is it's me. Like, this is what I want to do. Like, I know when I was five years old when I figured out what it was, my auntie explained it to me. She was like, okay, we're in this sorority. Okay, we pink and green. Your auntie's in the story too. Your other auntie, they red. I'm like, okay, I don't know. I don't know if I really want to do that. But okay, you and mommy and that cool daddy and one too. But it's for boys. And he, that's red too. Okay, I get it. I want to do that pink and green thing. So since I was little, that's what I always knew. And then when I got to college, I'm like, okay, yeah, this is something I want to do. I want to be a part of this. I want to make a difference in my own way in this chapter. So here we are. Um, so my pops is an alpha, but really what kind of solidified it for me was growing up, my, my dad and his LBs, they used to take us on father-son trips because they all, all, all his LBs had sons, like we were all within a year or two of each other. So those trips were like very impactful on me and, and, you know, to see my dad in that light. And, and I, I have a lot of admiration for my dad. So I, you know, I, I've always wanted to, to copy him being, a, being a junior and then getting to Morehouse and, and interacting with the brothers, brothers, brothers of Alpha Row. And then I'll brothers, brotherhood, brothers, brothers. <laughs> trying to be out politically right. correct. You know, I'm trying, you know, I'm trying <laughs> professional and, and whatnot. The brothers, go ahead. But I also explored. I also explored other options. I, you know, like I went to, uh, like, uh, I had a class with a Kappa. You know, we were cool. Um, I think I used to play ball in the, in the gym, and so I used to play with the cues and just rap with them. I didn't ask them about Greek life, but I was just getting a sense Get for a them as people. But um, you know, just the alphas at Morehouse, you know. They kind of embodied what I wanted to, what I wanted to be, and, and what I I felt I was capable of. So that's that's ultimately why I chose them. Cool. I feel like when you do your your Greek search and when you try to make your choice, you know, it's natural. Sometimes people aren't right the first time. It's like, oh, I want to do this, and they change their mind, and you think something's for you, but it's really not. And I feel like it's important for people to do all of their research. Like I could have came to school like I don't really want to be an AK. I feel like I want to. I might want to. You know, I want. I want to be a Delta. Cool. You know, like I feel like it's healthy to pe- for people to you know explore the options and do adequate research. Like, oh, I saw y'all. Y'all hair was done, so now I want to be an AK. I feel like it's way deeper than that. Right. <laughs> and and like one thing would would solidify you know being in a Greek organization for me just period not just AKA was um, my dad passed away in 2010. And for his memorial service um, in Atlanta before, he had his funeral in Miami, but he had his memorial here. And that's when he had his Kappa ceremony. And, like, oh, just cool. seeing so many, like, Kappa men from all over, like, everywhere. I had never seen so many Kappas in my life before AGP, of course. But, like, it was just a lot of them, like, you know, just seeing the brotherhood and then singing, like, for him. And just, it was beautiful. I'm like, I want to be a part of something like this. So, mm. you know, when yeah. I leave this earth, like, I just want to be surrounded by love and, like, my, my eyes be on the wall, wall <laughs> service. Like, I want it to be, like, that love. And, like, I, I actually attended the eyes be on the wall service. That's what we call, you know, yeah. a sore who passes away. It was just really powerful. Like, everyone in there white and just, you know, celebrating the life of that person. I'm like, this is, this is, this is why I'm here. Like, yeah. this is beautiful. This is what it's all about. So I feel like people just need to keep all of that in mind when they make their choice. Like, this is, like, a lifetime, literally, until they put you in the ground. 
decision or in the wall or even mausoleum if they cremation, whatever however you want to go out. But until the end, that's that's something that you live with. So, um, I mean, what was, did you all do any extensive research or like, what was some of the experience in, and from the time you decided, okay, this is what I want to do to the day that, you know, you got that, um, God, I'm, I'm forgetting the word. It's a, uh, we call it a shingle, uh, your shingle that's saying you're a certified member of this organization. What, what were some things in between that either, you know, like reestablished that or like solidify you, you were making the right decision? Um, well, for me personally, um, I didn't know what Greek life was being from Detroit. Um, you know, being from Detroit, I didn't really see um, Greeks. So when I came down to the South to Morehouse, I really thought Greek life was just some you just dance, stomp the yard. <laughs> I, I really yeah. you thought that I was gonna be crumping, huh? <laughs> see, I thought it was gonna be Chris Breezy, and I was like, yo, I'm well, Chris died. <laughs> Okay, you would have been I, much I, of nothing. Nah. Right. You, you wouldn't be DJ. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You're just going to slide on your show. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, I can see that. I was like, and it's funny because I, I still somehow. Low-key, I seen the videos. You yeah, do be kind of crumping I, a I little somehow, bit. I somehow mixed them still, but yeah. I thought that's just all it was. I didn't know right. that it was, you know, stuff behind it that, you know, really goes into it. So what solidified it for me or opened my eyes is, like I said, my RA, he basically, like, he invited me one day on a community service trip you know, with his uh, LBs, and um, I was like, what's this? And then I went with him, and we was actually helping build a house, and I was just like, oh, there's more to this, you know, and uh, I found out that you actually do community service, and they did it every Saturday, so I was just like, oh, okay, well, I was like, okay, that's one aspect, and then, you know, like I said, the Brotherhood Day, I've always seen them. Even when he was an RA and he was on duty, they would come and sit with him. Now, that had to be one of the most boring things ever, but... <laughs> To see that they are willing to do that and wait till he goes off, you know, gets off, which was like 12, because um, I really taste the is, then go out. That's, that's you know, that's that's real, you know. I don't know how I would have did it, but that's real. <laughs> and um, and then, of course, like I said, they was really into, um, and then, of course, scholarship. Of course, you got to keep your grades up. Mm-hmm. Um, my LB um, had the highest GPA of, what was that, 2015, class of 2015. So... You know, that, you know, stuff like that really appealed to me. And I got to learn that it's actually more than just a dance battle. Yeah. Uh, well, that's right. good. <laughs> and, um, you know, I made my, it helped with my decision. So. Huh. I was going to yeah. say for me, um, so when I came to Clark, I was a cheerleader. Like, I made the team where I got admitted. So I was really excited to start that journey. And then as soon as I got to campus, like, Two out of my three captains were Deltas. Um, Tatiana Smith, the ace from Spring 14, and Chloe Allen, 17 from Spring 14. They both really took me under their wings. Literally, Chloe, like, made me like her daughter, pretty much. Like, I learned so much from her about Clark and just how to maneuver through the campuses. And I really feel like they embraced me and really made my freshman year experience just one of the most amazing things ever. In addition, like, Tati... She was literally superwoman, like, on the cheerleading team as a captain, on the step team as a Delta, the president of Sigma Chapter, an accounting major with, like, a 3.8 GPA. I was like, okay, that's I want to be crazy. like her when that's I grow up. up. Yeah, I was yeah, like, she's literally superwoman. So she, they're just the people who I really looked up to from the time that I got on campus, and a lot of the Deltas on campus were also in leadership positions. So I just saw myself fitting into that, that mold, and, you know, I did the research and, of course, the values that the um, organization has, and... It just seemed like the best decision for me to make. Okay. guess it's on me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was going through a crazy time in my life. That's why I think I'm so humble. I was uh, I was living out my car. 
and two of the bros that were at uh, Clayton State and Oak Chapter, that's my school that I graduated. I mean, I graduated and I crossed that. They saw me sleeping in my car, and they came over, and they kind of like, you know, extended, hey, you all right? You going through something? I was like, I'll be all right. I had this uh, mindset where I could do everything by myself. And so those guys gave me a place to stay. They um, paid my rent for like two, three months up. I had a place to live, and I was like, these dudes just met me. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm on campus with, they see me and stuff like that, but they saw, like, a potential in me. Even when, you know, I was going through the process of trying to become a capital, they were like, we got you, we got your back. And then one of our brothers, before I even crossed and became a capital, he had um, passed away the August of going into that fall semester. And when he passed away, it was hard for all of us. And I hadn't even crossed and became a capital yet. It hurt me. And so I had just helped him pay his tuition. It was his last semester, and we had to go to the funeral. And just how you had saw how, you know, everything with the capitals come together, I saw all the brothers come together before I even got in it. And yeah. so I'm like, these dudes looked out for me. Then on top of that, you see how they are naturally with everybody else. It was like, I'm getting into the right fraternity. Like, right. I know that once I'm in, everything's going to be all right. I know they got my back. That's why I uphold Cap out of side so high. So, so that's beautiful. I feel like a common theme that you have is mentorship. And I feel like people forget. People are so pressed to just be mean for no reason or just, oh, I'm too good to talk to you because I got my letters and blah, blah, blah. Like, mentorship is so important. And that's something they try to instill in us as well. Like, well, you get these freshmen, you, you snatch them up. Like how you were a freshman and you were a cheerleader, they, you know, they took you under the wing. That's so important. That's what people remember the rest of their lives. Like even me, I would, you know, get little freshman baby. I used to help with campaigns on campus. Like whether you want to be an AK or not, or, you know, I wanted to help you and like see you be great, still making phone calls. Like, you okay? What you doing? Because let me check on you because mm-hmm. don't embarrass me. Like stuff mm-hmm. like that. That's very important, especially like your matriculation through college. Those people who add value. Yeah, they add value to your experience, and that's right. And even postgraduate, you never forget those people, and you never, you know, forget to reach back to, you know, who touched you in undergrad. Just real quick, I I remember, you know, like when I was looking, you know, to confirm my my decision, um, I read two books. Uh, I was serious. I was like, I'm not going to be some some BS legacy that just at my daddy in Alpha, I'm being Alpha. I read um, Black Greek 101 by Dr. Kimbrough. And that just goes into, like, explaining Greek culture. And, and you know, in the back, it has, like, an uh, index of all these words. There's, like, specials in there. So, like, you know, like, certain stuff you would hear Greek say. And as a non-Greek, you... you yeah, yeah. I had some all the people, answers. <laughs> some people figure out two, three. All they figure them. out what pro fight and is a mean, and they think they got all the answers. Right. right. So it's just like, well, I, I shut did. up. <laughs> so I had that book, and then I read The Divine Nine. And yeah, is, that was essential book. both books written by Alpha Men. But the what I liked about The Divine Nine, it, it goes, I didn't read the sorority section, unfortunately. I, it, it, it was a long book. Well, I right. But uh, it, apply. It, goes through the, it goes through the history prominent members and then it like highlights like uh, undergraduate and a grad chapter and read and like I, you know although i wanted to be biased it was like wow I, the cats in kappa sigma q and iota are all doing dope things so like once i crossed it it helped my mindset and knowing that you know i know we're striving to be the best but at the end of the day we're all striving to help our people mm-hmm. we're all pitching in so like you know, for those that are interested, I highly suggest those two books because those help my mindset, not only in confirming my decision, but once I crossed, I gave that respect to the other organizations. I feel like it's important to learn everyone's history as well. Because, I mean, 
everyone's history is kind of our own history as well, but, like, just NPAC history. Like, I'll read up on Delta history or Zeta history or Sigma history just to see, like, okay, what makes them them? Because it's important. I just feel like we all just need to learn about each other, and that actually helps us, you know, get moved forward and, oh, why y'all doing this? Y'all doing that? was like, okay, what you don't know is X, Y, Z. So just read up on everybody. I feel like I just like knowing stuff, too. I just, I'm like a we Google are, freak. We all generally have the same common goal. It's yeah, definitely. Yeah. Separated off in this is my personality, and I'm These more people like, yeah. identified with. Yeah. So. It establishes your identity. Right. If that was the case, then we'd be just one big, big old. Yeah. <laughs> one stroll, one shirt. Exactly. Just. It's really just, you know, we all got the same destination. We're just taking different routes to get there. Right. Right. That's beautiful. Exactly. Um, I'm going to say something. I just completely mind blank. <laughs> Go ahead, Ryan. Well, well, with that, you know, given kind of we all know the mission and the history of our organizations, mm-hmm. and then you know, we, we know where we are today with technology. You know, do you feel the founders of your respective organizations or these Greek letter organizations in general are, would be proud of where we've come, of, of how we currently function and everything that is that we are today? I see you, you chomping at the bit. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, about to be real with y'all for a minute. Uh, two levels real quick. The first level, the hazing, it is like out of hand. Like once that stuff starts to get on television – if our founders was to see that stuff, they'd be like, this is not what we built this for. Right. Period. It's just like, this is not what we built this for. And now your whole, your chapter gets snatched. Everything that your, um, you can't even accomplish your charter anything. members and everything they didn't put in, mm-hmm. all the work, the paperwork, the time, the effort, all that stuff is gone. Man. Like, easy. Like, mm-hmm. you just take one good time, one good person to call, something like that. Somebody get hurt, whatever. Um, on the flip side, there is social media and you have those people that just cross to just be a part of something like the letter wearers. Mm-hmm. They just got the letters on and they turn it up all the time, but you don't see them at no meetings. You don't see Not them. Nance. This is a business mm-hmm. at the end of the day. And, that's, yeah, and I feel like that's what our, you know, our nationals, international headquarters, whatever they keep on trying to stress test. And we're trying to, Oh, they're trying to take the fun out of it. But it's like, okay, this is money. Like, right. well, you know, before I graduated my last conference, like they were just like, look, Y'all got to cut it out. Like, this is we. This is insurance. Like, y'all are a liability. Y'all keep on playing. We don't have no money. And then now what? Because, you know, everybody want to sue for everything. I feel like people have lost the, the focus of it. Like, everything's just for show. And people aren't really thinking about the work. Not, not even not doing it, but they're not even thinking about doing it either. Right. Have y'all seen the episode of Boondocks when Martin Luther King was still alive <laughs> and he woke up by his coma? Yeah. Yes. I can just imagine, like something similar to that like mm. what are y'all doing like this is not what i intended just seeing like some strolls or just like yeah. you know the back and forth the agp shirts they can just sit here and just look like this is what this is what, like ethel ain't die for this you know what i'm saying <laughs> like Diggs ain't die for this and i just feel like they the the focus the time the world is not the same as it was back then you know yeah. we ain't really boycotting buses like we used to so it's really not really civil i mean of course people get shot in the street and i feel like we can kind of play a bigger part in that clearly because we got us to where we are like you know the jesse jacksons and the martin Luther kings and the rosa parks and the coretta's like you know those are big faces of the civil rights movement and social kinda, media yeah and, lazy. Um, it really has you just post a hashtag and oh praying for no, insert city yeah, here yeah, insert that, yeah, that, hashtag here and then boom mm-hmm. I, I did I, I can go to sleep at night but, like, mm. people not really out in the streets and, you know, we shall overcome it like they used yeah. to. So, their letters. so um, I mean, I guess in that that regard, like, you know, has Greek life served to be divisive? 
yes. to the black community where now, you know, we we're, we're holding each other back because it's like, oh, well, we the alphas, we're going to do this, this voting campaign, the signal's going to do that. I know we yeah. collaborate at times, but it's like, mm-hmm. have we gotten to the point where we're so tribal with our fraternities that we're missing out on a big opportunity to really get our people together and make some progress? Well, I would say, well, one thing I'm, I'm like, big about is just being 100, as we, you know, call it, being from Detroit, like, just be real. Like, mm-hmm. let's be honest, half of, not saying y'all, but when I say y'all, like, half of y'all, like, in, in the MPAC wouldn't do an event with another organization if you wasn't forced to. If, mm-hmm. Oh, if student life didn't make you do mm-hmm. that. Oh, my God. <laughs> you probably wouldn't ever do the event with somebody else. And it, and we have this, you know, this imaginary beef, you know what I'm saying? Um, and it's just like, oh, you cross to this organization, it's like you can't be cool with anybody else. And uh, you can't be seen out with them. You know, or it's just for some reason seen twisted, and um, I just personally think on the backhand side, as far as with the whole brotherhood side, it's not something that you just have in your own organization. You know, you you use African American first, so you should have brotherhood within that community first before mm-hmm. you go into this. So, like for example, we had a joint clave with the Q's way back. Um, I think it was either the first or the second one. And, and it's just, you would not think that nowadays. If it's you're, preposterous. If you really are in Atlanta, you would really think Sigmas and Qs hate each other, like, a lot. And it just, <laughs> and, it, and you know, it's I'm cool. I'm cool with them. You know what I'm saying? You know, they see me. You know, they never call me by my real name, of course. They always say, hey, that's Six Solo. But, you know, um, I think that everybody should just be, need to take that animosity out of it. You know, That's just true. because I'm wearing blue, I'm not a crip, and he's <laughs> not a blood, so that doesn't mean I can't be cool with him. You know, uh, they're making it seem like it's gangs, and even back then, bloods and crips actually were friends with each other. They, that that was all made up to fight the oppression that was happening out in the West. So, like, I just think that it's just it's too much I'm me, you, you. If you try to do anything with me, you trying to be me, or you trying to jock my swag or anything of that nature. We're looking. We're looking for that, that credit all our own. Yeah, right, I right. feel like it's a big competition. Like even when something happened, oh, somebody got shot. Okay, make a flyer real quick for the Zetas do it Ooh. type stuff. <laughs> like it just, it's just always big. Like who cares more? Who's more? Yeah. Who's more? Yeah. Gonna go ahead and you know talk about the digital age of Greek life, which is basically where we're at right now. Um, Ronnie said something deep to me at least um earlier he was like the, the yard has gone digital so basically with that like everything's for social media everything's on instagram everything's on twitter everything's on group me like you know so many people we meet via these different outlets instead of actually road tripping and meeting these people in real life and then you know you have these pages where okay here's an example i'm clearing my name i didn't do this but this was back in 2015. I was still in the chapter. And we had we had a joint event with the Sigmas. It was like, we do an event with the Sigmas, y'all. Let's go ahead and do it. And um, we had bras for a cause. And we decorated bras for breast cancer awareness. It was really, really nice. And then for the end to see which bra won, like the Sigmas put the bras on. All in good fun is for charity or whatever. They ain't like. Put them on I remember them. this. I and remember. I, I do remember this. Listen, I remember. listen. 
And I was over the Instagram page for the chapter at the time I posted because it was like all in good fun. Like we're raising money for cancer. Like how how can you look at this as a bad thing? Like we're having fun. Like he ain't put on a dress Mm -hmm. and Medea walk across the floor and then don't you start. And then somebody <laughs> sitting in the Greek shenanigans. I don't know who did it. And they thought it was me. I was like, look, I have been liking Sigmas all day. Do not sit here and blame me for this. It was cool. Like, I didn't do it. So someone did it, and there was like a big uproar. But I'm like, y'all are really missing the point. Like, okay, it's funny to have one bras. Like, okay, maybe every manly man won't do it. Cool. But one, it's for a good cause. And two, like, you know, this money is going for people who really need it and who have cancer. Like, how could you see something bad about that? And I feel like people are so bent on being cool and, you know, try to fit in. And it's like they lose sight of what we're here for. Social media takes everything out of context. You can yes. make and post something that's straightforward. Just like you said, it's mm-hmm. just for a reason. It's for a good cause. And somebody is going to take it on mm-hmm. social media and they're going to flip it. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to be what it originally was. It's going to get watered down. It's going to get filtered. And it's going to be something totally different than what you had initially put it out there for. Social media is dangerous. Mm-hmm. That's why when um, I do videos and stuff like that or I post anything, I always do like a filter. And I hit you up, hey, what y'all want for your video? <laughs> it's like, hey, bro, Mel, check this want? out. Is this cool? Is yeah. anybody going to be offended? I was like, okay, this is funny. You're good. Yeah, and then we can proceed. It's, it's out there. Yeah, it's it's reposted. Back. People download it's it. It's never. You can't just delete it. It's, it's there. Somebody, somebody somewhere has kept a record of it, and they're going Wait to make sure it comes back. Receipts. Up. The internet is Oh, because remember on March, right. whatever duck yes. you said. So people, right. nothing dies on the internet. Also, okay. So we're going. We're talking about social media, the digital age of Greek life. Question for the panel. So, do you guys think that Greek shenanigans has? changed or tarnished greek life today i know those are people but i mean you have to say <laughs> negative things uh, no but do you think it has an effect on today's greek life oh though, definitely definitely you know um before you say that everything they post ain't negative but go ahead that, that's why well i, I wouldn't know i'm blocked so um, <laughs> um how i've been known, i am mad how I've been, yes you know, very how people you know came to know me in the greek world was because of gs3 Mm-hmm. Um, they had a whip challenge, and I, I had just crossed. And it's funny that you said the yard went digital because the whole strolling, making a stroll vid, like people used to make video, not make videos. They used to have the performances, and people would capture it and then they would post it. But me and my LB was like one of the first ones that literally we wanted to like flex or whatever once we crossed. But by, when we crossed, it was finals, so there was nowhere to go strolling. <laughs> all right, you know, so you set the camera up. So the first thing I told him, I was like. Hey man, I make dance videos, and he's like, "What if we made a stroll video?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, that'd be lit." And that's literally how it started. And it's funny because I feel like now everybody does that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh okay," but like when, when he had that challenge and I went out for it, that's literally how everybody know me. Mm-hmm. And then honestly, also um, I did the dab challenge, and that went viral. Yeah. That, you know, I followed you that time. Yeah, yeah. that's when like, I followed. That's, 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 that's a sick. It went viral, so it, sometimes it can be beneficial. Yeah, I see that they have some good stuff in there from what I did see. Also, if, if there's if that's probably two out of ten, you know, out of on the page, you probably you catch a lot of flack. You know, now sometimes it does it does bring awareness to you know chapters that you probably do need to pull to the side. Like, okay, look. uh he didn't have to show this, mm-hmm. but I'm glad he did show it so I can see that y'all are tripping over here and we need to fix that. Mm-hmm. But to do it for personal gain is where it offends me because it's like, all right, cool. 
right, it, it'd be different you was doing it because you was like, I want them to be corrected. It's a difference when you're trying to make a fool out of us and mm-hmm. have everybody exactly. laughing at us. Like, exactly. I'm not taking shots at alphas. I'm not taking shots at cavas. I'm not going to take shots at cues. But usually they don't have, I feel like they don't have to deal with as much flack as us and Iotas yeah. have to. You know, um, a lot of people look at them as the big three. So usually when it comes to new membership pool, those are the three that they look at. Mm-hmm. So I feel like sometimes, especially IOTAs, and I, I take my hat off to them, we have, they have to do a lot more to be respected <laughs> yeah. and a lot more to get members. Yep. Yeah, so in <laughs> certain reasons, we do too. So it's just like everything I do, I do for a reason because I'm trying to get new members. I'm trying to get, you know, put Make people want to say, oh, yeah. But mm-hmm. it's just so hard when I'm trying to do all this and then you have a page that kind of makes fun of us. It's like, hey, a point where it's just like, send y'all back. You just like, man, I'll give up. We was doing good and here you post this video and then now we, yeah. We back to square one. It was one good video. Look at this Sigma dancing. Oh, he did this. Well, that's the reason why I, like, I went to AGP, won that. All right. Oh, look, they win stuff. Then the next 10 posts, it just makes us look like clowns. It's like a Sigma like, twerking or something. It's right. like, great. So it's Thanks. like, oh, if I'm not a Sigma at Morehouse, I don't want to be a Sigma nowhere else. So it's yeah. like, what? Like, you know. Yeah. It's all about perception, too. Because, like, the way that Greek shenanigans portrays Greeks, like you said, some positive stuff. But it's just how the old, like, interest members look at look at it. And they right. see that. and they Are they able to see Like, it? they get a misconception. They have a public page, too. He has not. On his public page... It's all good Pos- stuff. Yeah, it's positive. It's all positive stuff. But the bad thing is... Their Twitter's what, public. Yeah, and what you have to also realize is, Other is that... Other people repost their stuff, too. That's you the thing. Ah, uh, okay. So, so Greeks... Some Greeks take it, and, and yeah. from Greek shenanigans, was supposed to be only for Greeks, yeah, exactly. and then they bring it outside the Greek so, community. If you, friends, if you got friends, if I got a friend, I'm like... Look at this. Uh, yeah, like, I can show a GDI real, real quick. Hey, man, you see this? Boy, they clowns, boy. I, and boy, then the that's just that. perpetuating. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh, man, I saw this clown video. You trying to be who? I mean, yeah, because people who are non-Greek definitely know what Greek shenanigans is, so that's not some <laughs> secret in-house thing yeah. at all. I mean, it'd be regular people at AGP, so, I mean, it's really nothing secret I, no more. I think of Greek shenanigans like, as, like, the shade room, ball alert. <laughs> Don't bring them into this. They are they have done nothing to know. Nah, I, but... No. but I mean, in Greek life, you, you can say the, that they're They are there. the shade but room. I, yeah. But I'm saying, like, they, like trees, they, they are... They are the equivalent, and, and they're a sign of what's going on in society now. Is like people need that negativity. People need that feed off that, of it. Yeah. that you know that and, you know that. Oh, at least I'm not this person out here. Or at least this is not my chapter. At least you know da 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 da. In order to but get Lord, people when to your follow you, get on that page. It's just like mm-hmm. you cringe. It's, like, take a, it down, it's bro. like a war zone. Take it down, bro. Or somebody bro. know you, and you really get to oh, see you know. a person. How a person you think it's you know a person, and it, but until the comments you see, and how they, they putting them emojis like, I, "Damn, you too!" Like I comment back. It's, yeah. it's one thing to be like, "All right, lol." It's another thing to see how the mindset of people. You know, we can get really oh derogatory. So yeah, and it, the comments are worse. <laughs> he was like, huh? Like comments really make the video ten times worse than it is because the conversations are just. They get so off topic. People doing their first. Yeah, like you just gotta. <laughs> I, was, video about? I used to put some like laughing emojis back in my old days, just like so people come to my page, get some followers. Oh my it's god! Keys, get some, some Greek I look at, I look at, the, I do the same thing with, uh, with comments and Greek shenanigans as I do with Ball Alert. I'm like, what grown people get time to comment on this? Because it, it, they don't make one comment. It's trolling. Paragraphs. They come back. 
Oh, you yo, nah. It's, hey, what you say about me? What, oh, come on. Me. Well, your I, eyebrows messed up in your Abby. So, well, right? pull up. We <laughs> here. <laughs> oh, he ain't pull up though. Nothing, nothing. Yeah. Pull up. Oh, hey, where the wood at? Right. Yeah, that's yeah, that's. Here we go. In comments, though, it's like, y'all are doing this out for everybody to see. Go ahead. Snatch, snatch everybody. Mm-hmm. I've had uh, non-Greeks or people that just crossed, like Neos, that just got into the organization. They've come up to me from uh, videos I've done. And I try to portray Greek life as positive as possible, but also add some comedy Joke. into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just think it's about, fun. like, it's- black people and chicken. Black people and watermelon, Mexicans and... You know, tacos or something like that. Everybody has jokes and stereotypes, so I try to keep it on the top. But when I have all these people that haven't crossed yet or they just about to cross, and they come up and they say, hey, when I was going through my process, man, we watched your videos to make us feel better about, you know, we're going to be there one day. Mm -hmm. That's that's the type of stuff I like. Mm -hmm. Now, as far as Greek shenanigans, they'll post my videos, and under the comments, there wasn't really too much, like, shade and stuff like that. But it's the crazy stuff where... You pull, you post somebody's actual organization. Say maybe um, it was a video out there with some white guys dressed up as AKAs, mm-hmm. but it was like a Greek. It's switch a Greek day. switch day, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in context, it was just all in fun. Yeah. So Greek you got and day. they purposely leave out context. So just right. like it just looked oh, like. Oh, so what's this? It's just y'all just letting like no, it's a right. switch day. It's it's a lot of Greek pages out there. You know, we have like Watch the Yard, and we have like the Midwest Greek Weekend. We post stuff all the time. I was actually gonna like to that. It's like. With the rise of Greek shenanigans, we've also seen, you know, a huge rise in Greek picnics. You know, the most predominant of, of them being Atlanta Greek picnic. Trying to yeah. see what works. You know, so let, yeah. can, can y'all kind of, Duck, can you explain, you know, the Greek picnics and, and Atlanta G, uh, Greek picnic and, you know, what what that weekend is like for well, those listening? The most illustrious, uh, the grand picnic <laughs> of them all is Atlanta Greek picnic. The Beyonce of the yes, Greek picnics. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, but there's nothing wrong with the other uh, Greek picnics. I've been to so many just because it's about, you know, networking with people, Check. meeting people that, you know, watch my videos and stuff like that, showing love, letting them know, hey, I'm a real person before I'm a comedian and everything. But uh, every picnic is different. That's the first thing. Greek picnic in Atlanta is enormous. It's, it's hot. It, yeah, it's hot. <laughs> it's enormous. It's a lot of people, man. You. It's like a family reunion that I feel. Mm-hmm. That it's just every year you just see friends that you met. Like I met her when I when I went to FAMU. I think I performed. We, no, we ran up on you at Greek picnic thirteen. Yeah, y'all ran up. That's back when Vine was dope. Like, <laughs> that, yeah, that's when yeah. Vine was out. We had Vine a, was yeah, new. <laughs> we had got on Vine and we, they was chasing me around. We was having fun. Then eventually I came uh, to their school and I performed. I think for. Uh, the Capitals had something. A comedy show, yeah. Yeah, a comedy show, and me and some other Instagram comedians, we all started with a K. Hmm? The comedy show had a K. It was comedy with a K. Yes, it yeah, was, actually. I, uh, I just knew it. Just, <laughs> it was. The picnics, um, <laughs> the picnics are just amazing, man. I went to Texas Greek Picnic. I've been to uh, Nashville Greek Picnic. I've been to uh, Charlotte uh, Greek Explosion. Um, it's just like seeing family. So yeah. when you are out at these picnics, everybody's having a good time. I haven't ever experienced any extreme negativity except maybe cues, fighting cues. That's, that's part of their cue culture. That's one thing yeah. about cues. They're going to be the same, whatever cues. <laughs> they got their own language, like, see me on the grass, bro. Yeah. Bet. And then take it to the green. It's going to take right. them. Yeah. So yeah. Greek picnic is great. I feel like it's a great networking opportunity. So I oh. just laughed in my mind like the cues fighting is like a dog fight, you know. Okay. Like, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> dog fight. Exactly. <laughs> that what is. It is. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a great networking opportunity. I feel like your first 
like that neo Greek pig is, is always going to be your best one because it's like you actually care. Like you're young and you're like full of life. I was like 18 in my first Greek picnic. And those relationships are the ones that still to this day, you go on a Greek picnic or you come to Atlanta, like let's, you know, meet up. Cause those are my most, my strongest like Greek network of the yard relationships. Like true. It's, now, it's always fun. Now Jabari, you performed at Atlanta Greek picnic. Can you tell us a little about that experience? Brother. And, um, I performed at the AGP uh, Greek Stroll Off 2016. Um, hopefully, you know, 2017, I'll do it again. Um, we did win, so okay. I, I will, hopefully I'll be the defending champ. So did you put the, the fingerless gloves on and you, like, head slid, or did you do, like, a double stand? <laughs> um, How no, did that? had a flashback to his brother. To, like, our routines or, our, like, our shows, I do make it from scratch from, like, start to finish. Um and my LB um, came up with the transitions. So I was like, hey, put on some of the formations, and I'm going to create everything else. And he was like, cool. And how we just came about it was it was the end of the year, and I was like, man, man I want to do something else. Hey, let's do AGP. And I was like, okay. And that's literally how it happened. And I went to, like, group me with all the Georgia Signals. I was like, hey, I'm making a team. I need 10. It's two of us now, so I need eight. Uh, we're going to have auditions. And I ran it like it was like a dance audition. Came in, I was like, I'm gonna teach this. You got to the end of practice to know it. Next day, you did it. All right, if you can't get down, hey, bro, you know. Giving away the secrets. Giving away the secrets. Y'all was in an empty pool, huh? <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, go mom. Gotta go. I can just imagine it's like, I think of you like Lorianne Gibson, no offense. Like, just thinking like, you boom, cacking. All right, bros, we're going. Yeah, Crazy leg, crazy leg. You can ask them. Right. Stop. <laughs> you can ask them. I don't do. I don't do counts. So, so what's you can't, you what, can't you're count. too advanced for that? You can't count this. What's what's the pressure like preparing for like you know like this Atlantic Greek picnic is a huge stage you know it's there's money involved you got you know you got people from all over the country coming and, you know they trying to bring out their best stuff so like is are you all you know were you all looking for you know other, turning other signals looking for inspiration or influence or like how do how do you go about it's just you and your creativity and your Detroitness? Well, for me. Um, Detroit. Detroit. <laughs> well, he was. I'm just saying. You know, he's yeah. very proud Detroit. You know, For me. Um, I do mix a lot of my dance culture into it, but I I can't sit here and say I wasn't inspired. You know, um, right. definitely by the three year defending champs who came right before me. You know, we're on a four year reign. I won once, but three years in a row before me. Uh, shout out to DMV Blue Magic. I call him Uncle Jita. He is phenomenal. He has literally toured basically to every Greek picnic in one. I mean, I've been seeing them go to Michigan Greek picnic one, um, down to Texas one, uh, AGP three times in a row. Like, they literally, he's literally like Superman. And he's actually the one that, it's funny, I had to audition for to get a part in Step Africa. Um, he was the guy who's teaching it. They have him as, like, a creative type of director there. So, um... I literally looked to him, and I was just like, man, like, all right, uh, I'm going to mix that in. And, and then I always asked him. I sent him videos, too, you know, when it got closer to it. And he was like, man, I think, he's like, bro, I just think it's dope, bro. You know, you have a different style than me, but, you know, you really, I can see the similarities. And he was like, you know, uh, you made it your own. So it is pressure because, of course, you don't, it's different when you're in front of GDIs. It's like, okay, well. Oh, wait, for here, the non-Greek. Um, listeners, GDI is gosh darn individuals, but just basically non Greeks. My bad, non Greeks. My bad. Uh, yeah. It's different when you're in front of you know in front of your school. Yes, yeah, pressure there too. 
But when you're at AGP and you're in front of a bunch of Greeks, it's just like you can see everybody criticizing mm-hmm. yeah. every single move. And if you mess up, yeah. You going to Greek shenanigans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you going to Greek shenanigans. You know? Exactly where you're More going. likely it's going to happen because he's actually there. So mm-hmm. he All actually right. has it. Like, no, Real time. really happened. Yes, it did. It's I was right there like so it it's always like the worst case scenario. Whatever you do, just don't end up on Greek shenanigans. It's a lot of like, like, you get to man. meet a lot of different people. Like, so real. like I met Duck, you know, um, and it's funny that earlier, I just want to go back a little bit. It was earlier when he said he makes comedy videos. Um, before I crossed uh, Fall 14, spring, spring, you know, 14, for our centennial uh, year, uh, he made a video. And it was about, do I like my blue boots or my blue boots? <laughs> do I wear my blue shirt or my blue shirt? And it was hilarious to me. And I was just like, hey, I'm going to be like that. I'm going to be like that when I cross. I'm going to have blue boots. Yeah, you know, like, you know, um, but yeah, AGP is, I, I really like it. Yeah. I always get there too late to even see the show. Huh? Like, I, I roll up at like I, four. I, really it's, I'll be waiting for the sun to get real, mm-hmm. get about right there. Then I show up. Yeah. I mean. Definitely respect to that brother for growing that brand so you know so large. You know, I like I talked to my profiles. You know, back in the day, they said it, it used to be nothing. Just walk on in the AGP. You know, like they was basically almost like come on in. You know, everybody now is formal lines and gates, and it's a it's a brand, and they they have artists come and you know huge prizes. So so much respect to that. You know, one one thing that uh, I think is so funny is. As AGP has grown and, 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 you know, that's a huge destination for people, uh, group me. And, and the creation of group me's, oh, the, <laughs> you know, Man. in preparation for these Greek picnics. Like, all it takes is, Ooh. yeah, all it takes is two people to get introduced. It's like, oh, I met this K from South Georgia. They coming up for AGP. We're going to make a group me with them so they know us when we get here. You know, when Literally, they get Literally, spring 13, um, we crossed. We didn't have capitals. We hadn't had capitals since 2005. So, like, capitals were just, like, Bigfoot on campus. So, it was like, we need to we need to get some capitals, girls. Like, we need to find some capitals, making some group me's. Like, we figured out, okay, I knew this capital when I was 12. I'm going to add him. He's going to add LBs. We had, like, four or five capital groups. So we all met up with them AGP. But it was like... Leading up, to, it was like so many group meetings I couldn't even keep up. And just all the introductions to this point. Hey, follow me. Boom. I'm this eight. Hey, club. Boom. Like it was just, that. Hey, club. at AGP is so it's real a, though. It's a big thirst fest. It's it's no, it's just the Greek thirst. <laughs> the crazy oh, thing about it is okay. that uh, because we have all these memories, the one thing that we have in common is experience. So even if it's your first time or it's your fifth time. You have experience with AGP or any other Greek picnic you ever been to, but AGP is gonna be that one where it's like you ain't never been to AGP. What? Like you tripping? That's actually me over here. Oh, <laughs> Jesus! No, no, no. I had, I had a job this oh, summer. God. Literally, my first she's only had one chance. So yeah, I'm a Neo. So this is my first oh, yeah. year, and I was so excited oh, to go or whatever. Hearing y'all talk about, it, I'm kind of sad. Imagine. But literally, they scheduled me on the day, and I was just looking at all. I worked at Top Golf in Atlanta, Ooh. Midtown. So I saw all the Greeks coming just, in there. Like, he was in, he was in there, but he wasn't in there. I was still getting getting the tip tip out, wearing my Delta band. Like, right. You should have went to the hotel because the hotel never sleeps. Like, never sleeps. Never. We got we to gotta get it right, though, because we're going to mess around that's and we're going to lose that. That's where all the drama actually happens. That, the hotel is the picnic. The picnic is like the hot place everybody go to stroll. Mm-hmm. But the hotel is the main event. And the hotel ain't been a hotel in a long time. Like, the 2013 hotel was the best. Was that when it was at the? Sheraton. Okay. Under the thing. I don't know. I thought the mar- what year was it? The marquee. 
that was 2014. I feel like that was too much. Cause you could I didn't mention all of them since 08. So, so yeah, they mm-hmm. probably running together. Mm-hmm. 2015 yeah. was the most eventful one. As we know, there was fights that happened there oh, in no. the hotel. So, you know, HB can be great. And it ain't that serious. Rupees like... can be great and bad at the same time. But okay. I have to agree and say it's, it's definitely a, a thirst fest in those. It so, is. me, I just I just get in there. I'm like, hey, follow me. Say so. Mm-hmm. Get your followers, get out. <laughs> right, get in, yeah, just that's really what AGP just get, roll them followers. Don't get too many troubles. <laughs> don't get no babies or something you can't, you know, get rid of. Right. Because folk, folk leave AGP pregnant, and I'm just <laughs> trying to help somebody. Um, since he's shaking the table, let me really shake pregnant. it. Um, they do. I'm sure some babies was born in March after AGP. Oh, like, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, okay, so let's talk about dating Greek. Uh, I feel like, you know, we talk about AGP and the thirst and all of that. Um, so any, has anyone ever dated? I have. Greek. Unfortunately. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like we've all we've all kind of got duped with that. She was, really, she was like, yeah. I love my boyfriend. He's a Kappa. Oh, I love my boyfriend. Y'all stay together. But like with dating Greek, um, especially undergrad, it gets like you want to be like that cute you know, Greek Dwayne and Whitley type deal or the, um, what's his name? April and DJ love that don't really exist, but it, it'd be cute. You want to be studying and then like, oh, nice line jacket. But it's really not. Um, re- yes, yeah, it's, it's not without yeah, undergrad was just a joke. Anyway, my favorite part of dating Greek, most hilarious, not my favorite at all, but it's most funny to me is like line brothers and line sisters because it's like you dating them too. So, like, understand, if you're dating someone, you definitely date their line brothers. And you definitely date their line sisters as well. Like, oh, what would you take my line sister? Oh, okay. Are you? Oh, okay. Like, they always want to check in. They always in your business. It's just like, bro, can you calm down? Or that line brother that never want to let you forget that you talk to their line brother. It's just like, how you doing? Hey, sis, please stop calling me that because there's me, me and your line brother have no longer have c- contact. Stop talking to me. Do you have any hilarious line brother dating line sister? Stories, y'all up here real blank, uh, trying not to. I've, <laughs> I've always. Uh, <laughs> He's like, what can I say without saying it? Um, um, on my campus, because I'm goofy as I have been, I've always been. Uh, I had to get shunned away from. Like I dated one Delta, and I couldn't date any of other Deltas in the chat. Duh, that's the that was just how it was. It was like, no, nah, you dated such and such, so you. That's can't how date things her no work. More. You date one of them, and they find out how you are, how y'all stop talking and break up. Mm. Now, my line brother, somehow, he uh, he got through a lot of AKAs. <laughs> he got a lot. Yeah, I guess because he was tall, dark, and handsome, and he had this deep voice and everything. They just kept falling for it, but he was making it happen. So. <laughs> I feel now, like they purposely try to, like, see if y'all talk or not and right. talk to multiples. Like, ha they don't talk for real. But then the gag is, y'all do talk, and then y'all corner him, like, on the boy's mind. Like, mm-hmm. so, uh, what were you saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, you thought you were slick. You're yeah. not. Actually. Yeah. I was one of the ones who, um, you know, when I crossed, for some reason, I don't know why, but for some reason, I just had in my mind I was going to, like, marry a Delta woman one day. So, mm-hmm. I, I was like, that's what I'm going to go for. What, what, kind of, what kind of love is that? I was like, huh? Isn't it the theta? What kind of love is that? Because you know, you got like Andy love. You know, it's a single know, love. The theta love, love is this. Yeah, you like some, 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 some Pepsi love. That's what. Not Pepsi. You serious? <laughs> Not so serious. Pepsi. This is so funny. The I heard of it. I, I that, is the, that is the most hilarious thing I've seen. In Pepsi the love. Pepsi love, because you know, this is red and blue. You know? Yeah. 
I, I can understand like I somebody made that somebody up. Made that up and I somebody made that up. And somebody was like, Alright, go ahead. Go ahead. We're gonna roll with it. Right. That's kinda like the AKA Iota Garden Love. Garden Love. That's Someone had to think about that. Like that's really well thought out and I kinda I like it. And Iota planted his the shovel and then the ivy. He planted his sweetheart. At Home Depot? <laughs> <laughs> we we went to the nice greenhouse to um actually okay. for our nuptials. But um, so how did the Delta search go? You know, um, two years, la- it, three years later, how was uh, that? It went terrible at first. Oh. You know? Um, uh, I had to break down the barrier of being a sigma. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people, uh, a lot, they, you know, it's oh, you're talking to a sigma? Oh gosh, I have actually received that, and that's the funny thing. Um, <laughs> and and now we fast forward to the future and kind of how I'm trying to make my brand now. Now it's like. Oh, girl, you talking to him, though? Oh, yeah, that's cool. So it's, it's You like the good now. sigmas. Like, if you're going to talk to a sigma, you got to be this You got to be with the good sigmas. You know what I'm saying? And it's funny now. But the Delta search is, you know, it's it's been okay. It's been, you know, mm-hmm. all right. You know, um, uh, I've been also dibbled with Dove Love. You know, Dove Love is with his Adas. So um, is that ancestral type? Because <laughs> so y'all are constitution. Okay, no. See, so how does no. the constitution yeah, work? Yeah. How does it How does it feel? Brother and sister. <laughs> Does mama know? <laughs> um, the funny thing is my mom is actually um, a dove. So, like, you know how you have, like, a, I guess it's diamonds per cabinet. So, yeah. like a Sigma sweetheart? Yes. Yeah, okay. Basically. Uh, so, that's the funny thing. I didn't find that out until I told her I wanted to be a Sigma. But um, it's, you know, you know, it's, it's <sighs> the Zaders are sometimes, I will say that, they are sometimes. You got some campuses where... They look at you just strictly as brothers. Mm-hmm. You got some of them where they're kind of just like, you know, y'all, all right, yeah, we know we're Constitution, but we're going to be over here with cues. You know what I'm saying? You have that. Those darn cues. You know, you have that. And Mangy you, mutts. And you have some who actually be like, I know, you know, but they really want the dove love. And me and my uh, my ace also tried it. Um you know what I'm saying? Putting all his it. business out. You know, we tried it, you know, because he comes from a Dove Love family. Yeah, I was so, going to say, a lot of Zetas and Sigmas come from Zetas and Sigmas. Right. Like, so, yeah, you, know, you try loyal. To, you try to get out that. You think it's going to be nice. We both got the blue jackets and the, you know what I'm saying? We can throw the Dove together. She got the one hand. I think we all tried it once. You tried it. <laughs> It don't, try what exactly? It don't be successful. We tried like once. It. We tried the actual the stereotypical Coleman love, love, the dove love, the Coleman love, the love, is it loud love? Loud love. Yeah. What it is? The loud love. <laughs> I tried indie love never again. Um, but yeah, that's how that worked. You know, we all tried at least once, and then if we still want to date somebody that's Greek, that's when we start mixing it up and be like, oh, okay, the pretty ink love or. The crimson and cream. You just get to a point. You just be like, look, love is love. <laughs> love wins. Like, man, I'd rather date somebody who's not even Greek. Like, yeah, like I feel like I never talked to anybody Greek till I actually became Greek. I feel like they didn't want me. It's like, now she got some letters. I'll talk to her. Let me ruin her life real quick. No, but um, <laughs> it is what it is. But like, yeah, um, Greek love. I keep on trying to run from. It's like I ain't gonna talk to nobody else Greek. And then, hey, how you doing? Oh, hi, nice to meet you. That's like a capital man. I'm like, come on. Just get somebody regular, please. A regular, right? Just a just a normal, you know, Christian man. But no, I've I've dated non Greek people, and now they Greek too. It's just like Jesus, I can't win and lose it. But so maybe um, it's you. Maybe it is me. I, you know, I'm, I'm doing good right now, though. I'm. I've been. It's you. Greek, non Greek. Yeah, you know, I've I've talked to Greek people, and it's, it's just it's it gets kind of corny though. 
at some point. If you always trying to, hey, dicks. Hey, fam. Yeah. That's, that's that undergraduate love. Blue like, pinky. Yeah. To play with it. Like, that undergrad, yeah. Like, that undergrad is just. I, yeah. What I think about, like, dating Greek is, like, they will, under, you know, it's, uh, particularly in undergrad, is they will understand some of the commitments that you have. Like, that's, yeah. hey, my OBs and I, you know, we, we have step practice. It's like, oh, okay, well, yeah, you know, I understand that because I am I come from that culture. Oh, it's our 10 so year. I'm in your, to in your mind, you think, well, it should be easier because I have somebody that understands the culture that I'm in and, and like, they won't, you know, get upset as much with these things. Right. And then it's like, well, we both so busy. And then, you know, like, if it's undergrad and the campus, because the campus, you know, at least in, in the AUC, it's like, if you Greek, people really don't like to see you get much else. Like how you barely, they barely want to see you get your degree. You right. can't get nothing else. They ain't going to vote for you for nothing. So gonna, just right. be happy you got no your job. letters. Cause there's enough people that, that wanted the letters and they don't have them. Right. So, you know, if you're, then you're in AUC and you're dating Greek. And so now people, you know, they, they want to know about y'all. They, you know, they want to get in y'all business. And so it is it, a lot of things working against you. You know, I think we all kind of like to Melanie's point, we get to that point where it's like, I just want somebody that's going to be good to me. Just, yeah, just some <laughs> Greek, non-Greek, you know, black, Honestly, white, whatever. So, yeah, it's a stigma, of course, with grad chapter. Like, if someone who pledges grad chapter or whatever, like, would you suggest to your friend to pledge grad chapter? Like, would you, like, recommend it? If they, you know, someone who, you know, wanted had undergrad dreams, didn't really work out that way, like, would you be like, just go ahead and do grad chapter? Okay, Duck is saying a resounding no. Just I would I would say yes, only because I feel like if it's your dream and like if it's for you, mm-hmm. why not try again? You know, I mean, mm-hmm. if it's, if you don't make it, then obviously it was never for you in the beginning. But yeah, I wouldn't knock it because I feel like that's why they're there. Like they're for another chance, and I believe in second chances. So if you didn't have the GPA in college and you're a professional, why not? Mm-hmm. The worst you could do is get rejected again. You know? <laughs> that that sounds yeah. great. That would hurt even more. Like, like, kick, no, but it's like kick to the grill. So why? But just letting yourself know that you tried. I feel like more you know, you'll be sitting in a tub with water dripping over you. I gave it my all. <laughs> <laughs> what do you? Would you? Would you recommend? I'm not going to ask him because he said. No. Well, no, I want to know his reason. Give you a good reason why. Yeah, let me. So know. let me tell you, a lot of people that pledge grad chapter, you go into the mentality thinking, oh, I want to be, you know, a Sigma, I want to be a Kappa, and I want to work all hard and stuff. Once they get in there, quickly, it turns into an undergraduate mindset because all the stuff that they didn't get to do okay. they're going to try to do that. They, so now you've yes. you grown and you're strolling this stuff, and it's like, well, did you really join for this reason? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they're about to have a party. The K's got a, a soiree. And you're strolling by yourself because your line brother, 42, and right. his knees bad. You know what I'm so so <laughs> it's not like the undergraduate part mm-hmm. is like what you're getting from that mm-hmm. is fun. What you're getting from it, the road tripping. When you get into a grad chapter, it's more business. It's more business. Mm-hmm. It's more like lockdown. All right, we have an undergrad chapter that we're overseeing, and so you're trying to oversee a, a undergrad chapter, but then you're you're still a neo yourself. And these undergrads are neos. There's pro fights and stuff in there, mm-hmm. so it's kind of off balance. Where, like my pro fight, uh, he was a charter member, and he still acts like a neo. And he's in his grad chapter. He still acts like a Neo. I'm not going to say his name, but he knows who he is. And <laughs> well. he acts like a Neo. At the same time, he has a passion for the for the fraternity. Mm-hmm. 
but he crossed when he was an undergrad. He didn't cross when he was a uh, grad chapter. Grad chapter is just like, if you didn't get to do it, man, don't do it, grad chapter. Yeah. Go, you going for the wrong reasons. So, I guess, I mean, more so you would say, like, don't do it if you're looking to recreate undergrad. That's yeah. I, Honestly, anybody that tries to, tries to, tries again because they didn't get to do it in undergrad, I'm telling you, because they what they've seen in undergrad. Yeah. All the yeah. stuff they've seen, oh, I'm in it now. And so now I'm in it. You revert back to when you missed opportunities, right? Because that's all you're trying to because, yeah. figure out. Because you don't, mm-hmm. you know, like you, in a grad level, like the grad chapter of Alpha in Atlanta, like you, you know, it's not a yard they run. You don't see cats randomly wearing line jackets. Right. Like you don't see them. You know, you may not all in the crowd. You right, don't do that. right. You may not see the, all their events because it's it's a big city. So exactly. you know, you don't. You, so you say, well, I don't know what grad Alpha looks like, so I'm gonna just copy what i saw in undergrad mm-hmm. i mean then you have younger people like you know for example my boyfriend he's grad chapter but the, the chapter of his school was suspended since like 2010 so i mean he didn't have the opportunity so and then like most people in his chapter are very young so it's kind of like a younger culture in his grad of course i didn't chapter me but from what i observed <laughs> you know they're like a, a more younger chapter so it's like it's you have that but then you do have the people who really just try to live out their pipe dreams and stroll with the undergrads and all the foolishness and, you know, see what they see on, on Instagram, but it's really not what you're supposed to be doing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you're supposed to be at the feet, but you at the step show. Like, what are you doing? What, I mean, what are you supposed to be? They will have all the nail young. All, all of it at one time. <laughs> all of the it. The socks, shoes, right. joggers, And when you ask them when they cross and they say, like, yesterday. <laughs> like, <you laughs> yesterday. Like, what you mean? You 17, 20-something? Yeah, I just crossed. You'd be like, man, you like Already? Seven. We seven days in the end. I feel seven. y'all on those people being like, it's like, dog, what are you doing? At the same time, like, I feel like you need those cats in grad chapters that overlook these undergrad chapters because – they're well, gonna they're gonna that. be a, a mm-hmm. slight voice that's gonna be like, man, why y'all coming down on the young dudes? They just trying to do, you know, this, that, and the third. But we also <laughs> that's they true. So they, they may not take them seriously. But we do have people like we had a cool sore who was like younger and undergrad. She just you know about her business and got right into it. it was like we knew if we had a problem, like girl or. Like, who's younger and understanding or someone who's from our chapter who okay. we talk to. Like, because I know Sora Gloria was going to have my back. I sit back and chapter me. I'm like, girl, you see this? Because this is what I be talking about. You see, girl? Okay. That's my girl. Shout out Sora Gloria. That's my homegirl. Um, so, you know, we have those liaisons who, you know, then we have, like, a mentorship program with the yeah. grad chapters. Try to keep it, you know, together. But, you know, it's always going to be that, um, that divide. But, I mean... If someone really wants, I had a real conversation with someone I knew. I was just like, if you really want to be in this organization, then do it. But don't get into a grad chapter and try to be undergrad. Like Recreate, I said, yeah. it's because it's not going to be the same. It's not the same experience. You're not gonna, you know, it's no yard to run. It's no set Friday to go to. It's no the people. Your line sisters. It's not going to be the same. So don't try to treat it as the same experience. And if and if you really want it, then that's going to be okay with you. You don't need all of that if you really want to, you know, make that, a difference. They need to be joining grad chapters. Are the ones that came from undergrad because okay, that life is done. And now what they're seeing is a mature side of this is, is a business. Yeah. And so they're able to keep the business running. That's why we got 
Sigma, Delta, everything is because it's being ran by adults. That adults, the grass are not thinking about the party side. Like they understand that we have to throw parties, we have to throw events to make money and stuff like that. We get that. We can't. We gotta have strong. some type of interest meeting. We gotta have a certain amount of money to be paid to get. Someone has to be rational. All that stuff, dues, whatever, all of the money and everything. But if you are joining and you didn't get a chance to join when you was an undergrad, you're going to go into it. And automatically do it for the wrong reasons. You're gonna okay. be passionate about it, but you're going to be like, man, I didn't get to stroll back, you know, last year, yeah. my senior year. Um, if you crossed in your senior year and you go straight into grad chapter, you're gonna do the same thing because you never got a chance to have the fun part. Yeah, mm-hmm. you didn't get to do all that. So once you get into a grad chapter, man, you are going to go for the wrong reasons. And the grad chapters are what keep these organizations alive. Like they you are. go to, you know, Boule, you go to regional conference, you look around, everybody over fifty in the room. Mm-hmm. Like it's like, is anybody? Else? Yep. And it's like undergraduates, like 10 people get up and then go off to their own thing. So, like, they are the people who are voting on the budgets and making these changes, which is kind of a double-edged sword because we know we're going to be tough together. But when it comes to the fun stuff, like, you know, the like you said, the wolf was voted off. I'm sure someone, you know, older thought about that. Like, with us, we couldn't do pinkies for a long time. Like, that was clearly something that the young people had didn't have much of a say. We, even if all of us voted, we still be outnumbered by the older people. So it's just like, you know, it's... You gotta, you know, take the punches as they come. I guess. Um, someone asked two final questions. What was your, what's your best memory in Greekdom thus far? And then, what's the, what do you see as the future of Black Greek letter organizations? So, first one, best memory. Um, best memory for me. Well, you know, I mean, I have uh, really, I have like, I, yeah, I really have two. Well, we already know about the dab, the dab challenge. I just think it was kind of dope because I got to put my frat in a in a light that we don't receive a lot, and um, mm-hmm. you know, um, I think that a lot of people got to see the Sigma walk in there and got to see the Phi Beta Sigma beanie, which I do have on right now. The um, beanie, the <laughs> that is. Can I touch it when we done? <laughs> <laughs> like you know, like you know, they got to see that, and they was just like, wow. And hey, I think it it brought more attention. To the frat, and plus, like I said, I, I gained a lot from that, and I, um, that would be more of my personal memory that I love the most. But as far as chapter, it had to be more recent when we just crossed uh, fall 16. We had a spring 16 line, and we we brought it back to the fall for fall 16, and just to see how many we have on yard. You know, um, you know, uh, I'm pretty sure you know Ronnie could uh, you know contest that we don't we didn't have we don't have that big. You know, big numbers. Now we have 18. Usually we have single digits, and they really don't pass five, six, you know, at a time. So now that we have 18, because we see the interest pool booming, and it was just a great moment when we went to Market Friday, and, you know, um, the queues there were like six, seven people, and the cameras came through a little bit, and then we was there. And we made, we it, it was to the point where when we strolled, we made a circle around them. Like, they're in the middle, and all of us, all 18 of us wasn't even there. And we made a circle around them, just kept strolling around them, doing circles. And it was just a great moment, because I was just like, wow, I never saw us being this big. I never saw us having this many members. And, you know, Fall 16 really looks up to me and my two LBs are still here at Fall 14. They really look up to us, and to see their smiling faces and how went, how... They really wanted this, and now that I get to see that they actually then got it, it's not—it's different. It's not like they just got it. It's like, man, you know, I'm doing this for the girls. 
the the joy on their face. Yeah. Like I have the picture saved. Somebody took a picture and it was just it's like man, it's it's like real life family. And I, I really like that, you know, and it was really it was really touching. It was dope. <laughs> So since I'm still young, I still have a lot to go, a lot to go. Like I haven't been to a convention yet, no real like meeting. So I'm gonna choose a memory that just happened to me when I was home this past winter break for Christmas break. You know how you have like your wallet with all your identification cards. Mine is just on like my Delta lanyard or whatever. So I'm traveling on the DC Metro and I lose the lanyard. I don't know how I lost it, y'all. I just I cannot tell you how it was gone. And I got home and I was just convinced that I would never see it again. Why? Four hours later, I get a call from Delta National Convention or National Headquarters uh, saying that somebody found my wallet, gave their information to Delta. I was like, how did Delta, you guys contacted Delta because my membership card was in there in the wallet. Mm. So they called Delta, Delta called me. Yeah, right. And then, right. And I got I got the <laughs> wallet back. And I was really, I was convinced that I was not going to see it ever again. Cause, An you know, angel was, found your wallet. Right. It was yeah. downtown. So like what? An angel. No, oh. seriously. Downtown, like in the hustle and bustle of D.C. traffic. Right. Like I, I was just convinced I would never see it again. So Delta really saved my life. <laughs> I don't know how I was going to get back on the plane to go home. Yeah, wow, that's dope. Delta had a lost and found department. The people who found it clearly were just. But who thinks the I'm going to call Delta? Let me because ain't your address mailed it to you or something? It's because I had like my I have a Georgia license and stuff, so they would have mailed it to here and like. Okay, okay, yeah. Had to be somebody. I got my memory from my own wallet, even though say 2015, but hopefully someone thinks I lose my wallet. Had to be somebody a Greek affiliation though. Good thing you had. It, it had to be an older soror who like respected the fact you were it was, active. It was like a. I, I <laughs> she acted. I'm gonna go in. The woman who found it, but she was with like a group of people, but they were just looking through it, trying to find like keys to like you know what to connect me with. Like they called AAA. Like they called everything. All the credit cards. Oh, Delta good. was the most. They had time that day, clearly, because yeah. I was like, well, was AAA is. Awesome. They were like professional, like government. White, okay, white, yeah, they were they were older. Yo, but I would be like. I would put on Instagram like anybody lying sister yes. <laughs> lost their wallet. Cause I see this girl, let her know I got her wallet. I gave it to the police. All right, that's that's what I do. Right. The police, that's all I know. Thank God for Delta, literally. <laughs> that was nice. Um, I think I have two. Uh, when I did, I'd been doing comedy for so long, like trying to find like my niche or whatever like that. And Tiwa, who was over Atlanta Re Picnic, he's the creator, he's the mastermind behind everything. Um, he reached out to me and said, hey, if you know, I see you doing videos every week, and I really want to uh, put you in an area where nobody's at. I'm like, okay. He's like, I need you to make a Greek video. I need to be funny. I need to be clean. And I'll take you from there. I said, okay. I'll make the video. Made the video. And that was like the second video. I had got like 100,000 views in like two, three days, and I was hype about that. So that kind of kicked. That's stuff Greeks say? Yeah, that was stuff back, you know, do all the stuff. That was when between my stroll practices. That's right. what I was watching. I was like, this is so funny. I can't wait to publicly comment on this right. video. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> I was, was LOLing yeah, so behind my MacBook. Like. Right. So when I did that video, all my Neos, you know what I'm saying, they was excited about it. They messed around and put me on their tri-board. So when interest come over, they're like, you know Duck, right? Yeah, he crossed here. Just want to let y'all know. So, you know, they kind of throw that um, out there to the, the new interest and stuff like that. Um, and then another moment recently was performing for um, North Carolina A&T. Hey. Man, like, I mean, I've performed at a lot Gee, of places. I've done, man, listen, it was like a Drake concert. And the fact that I was and you able, Drake. To, oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I was able to control all those people, man. 
Dog, after the show was over, with people were just coming up to me like, man, we should have got you a long time ago. And I felt so good about that because I was like, yo, this Geo, man. Like, people could honestly tell you, man, you sucked. And <laughs> it wasn't like that. I came off that stage, and I had did a little camera video on um, Instagram one time, and I just looked back at it, and I showed my mom. She was like, all oh, them people was there. I was like, man, that was a good 10, 12. It was more people there than it was at AGP. Wow. And I performed at AGP twice. And, I mean, that's a different type of crowd. You got to keep them going or whatever. But I'm talking about at G-Ho, at North Carolina a and coming on Earth. <laughs> Man, that that blew my mind. And so I was just proud of that moment. And no. I got my money that <laughs> night, too. So. And they oh, paid that's, you. That's and they paid you. Get my money that night. Good so. thing you don't get booed. You know, AUC is known for booing people. Man. That's all we do. Yeah. We booed Kendrick Lamar when he first came out. Are you serious? We booed Wale. Yeah. What? We actually even booed quite a few great artists now. I ain't, I ain't, <laughs> never, I ain't never got booed in AUC. Like. Max, Maxwell uh, performed in AUC years ago, like when he first was out, and they booed him, and so he vowed to never come back. And like, I have heard stories like that. Well, and well, well we're big on key. What we do in AUC is if you suck, you key. Exactly. No, they they do. They did that. They did that at um, Uptown Comedy Corner. Like it's just they just jingle the keys yeah. on the table. That is the right. rudest. You be so mad. Just, <laughs> That's the I rudest mean. thing ever. But it's hurtful. Yeah. <laughs> you just got to fight through. I ain't never been booed no in, in no imagine. school in Georgia, though. You look like Kim Harkin. Yeah. All right, right. so I'm going to finish. State, right? But when I get off the stage, it's over with. Follow y'all. Um, my greatest memory, um, other than, like, probate day, that was a great day to finally Dang. come out. <laughs> the AKA closet. Um, winning the step show was huge i mean like i said well it wasn't as great because we didn't beat the deltas but we hadn't won a step show since 2000 so in 2013 we won it was like it was really oh, like stomped the yard and we really slid stomped the yard <laughs> like <laughs> we worked our behinds off and one of our line sisters was like oh this day is about to come with that fire like you know y'all gotta be ready he was like oh snap so we we did we stepped in the show and like my line sister did some you know the video ain't that great but go check it out on youtube but um yeah, like my line sister flipped off my other line sister. We had some back handsprings going. We was like in an insane asylum. It was lit. And then uh, we came out like some clovers. We came out like the East Compton clovers when the Zetas was going like, what they got, what y'all got for it. We was like, bet. All right. So like it was that moment because the SG Rose didn't participate. Like they could have, but they didn't. I don't know why, but whatever. It was like four right. years ago. So the <laughs> don't, you, your, don't you do your indie like that, right? <laughs> so anyway, uh, so like they was all right. Sorority second place, Zeta Phi Beta. We was like, yeah, we was. And we like rushed the stage and like, and then the Delta cheated in 2011. I'm saying I don't care. So they cheated in 2011. So my pro fights from 2011. Like it was like their moment too. So they was upstairs up on stage strolls like it's not really for y'all, but I'm gonna let y'all stroll because it's for us. It's for all of us. It's for everybody who got cheated out of step show. It was really big. So. That was a great moment. It sounds like a great moment. It was really, it was good. A moment like this. Put my hair out. She was probably like 10th grade when that happened. She was. I didn't have my picture yet. She was waiting for the bell to ring when this happened. That was okay. So it was, yeah, that was that was a great moment. That's probably number one. Just think about it. Um, for me, it it would go back to December 2015. Um, my line brother, my first line brother, Reginald Sharp, got married, and I, my first line brother to get married, it was his wedding. Wait, preacher? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Okay, okay. yeah, so uh it's eighteen of us and then nineteen including our dean. I think we had like seventeen out of all of us there. So so it was like dope that we he could get that turnout for his wedding. And you know, we just we hung out the night before and we got a chance to spend some time with him and it was just for me it was dope that I get it was like from being knucklehead or you know, from being just like young cats, like I was nineteen yeah, okay. at the time, and mm-hmm. you know, just just young little college students just trying to worry about how to get girls to, you know, now with our first line wedding, and and that realization that I get to do life with these cats, like mm-hmm. these cats will tell my kids, like, man, I remember when your daddy couldn't dress, da da da, you know, just it's like, oh man, like I am, it, it was really a moment I had to take a step back, like I'm really grateful for Alpha for bringing us all together. Mm-hmm. So for me, that that has been my best memory thus far. Great. Well, I think that. Oh, I want the future. Oh, the future, yeah. Because I'm looking at the time like, ooh, we get kind of long-winded here. Uh, <laughs> the future, yeah. That's So let's try to switch up the order. Duck, go ahead. What do you think the future of Black Greek Letter Organization? Oh, I would say the future. <laughs> we, now, we gave y'all the question earlier. So. Uh, I think that, I honestly think it still has the potential to go in a great direction because if you could think positively about anything, we all still have that opportunity to still come together. What we talked about earlier, way um, when we first started talking about it, we seemed like we all on this individual path. But I feel that somehow, if we was to all come together, we could really change a lot. Like, mm-hmm. we could just unify at least a good one or two times. People would say, okay, they just not out here strolling. They're not just out here dancing. They're not just out here yelling and dancing or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're actually mm-hmm. rooted in the grounds, and they are standing on what their founders are uh, would always push for. So there's still opportunity for change on all realms, man. Like, um, was it uh, the Alphas did something for Trayvon Martin's mom oh, at the yeah. time? Like, we could have did that together as a whole. It couldn't have been like, oh, the Alphas just did it. It could have been like all nine organizations came together. And honestly, if you would really think about how easy it could be, just give a dollar or two. And I'm talking about from everybody in the organization, mm-hmm. whether you financial or not, we could change something. But it takes somebody to think like that and to act on it and to make sure that it gets executed mm-hmm. for us to go in a positive direction. Okay. So. I think um, the direction that it can go in, I just want to make sure that people join for all the right reasons. Like, you just see all the all the social media, like, putting out all these stigmas about each organization, the stereotypes behind it. Like, people need to look far, further into themselves and, like, really think about what the organization can do for them, but also what they can do for it. Like, what they really want to give back. Like, that's really the reason that we all join is so that we could make an impact in our community because community service is one of our core principles. So I just think that if we just continue to influence and continue to just like put out that positive image like being professional black people in organizations like just continue being the people that we were brought up to see like just strive to be that type of figure in someone's life so you can make an impact one day and future should be bright I think that the future um, of course you want to think positively but you have to start at home you know um, everybody has to start on their campus their campus and um, and the way that you start on your campus is if you have beefs or anything, you need to like you have to realize that y'all are so much better than that. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, it because when you start there, then you can then you can branch out. You know, it's kind of like it's like trying to be a successful business owner. Like 
you don't just get rich overnight. You know what I'm saying? It takes levels. It takes steps. And that's how we... I think the biggest thing that harms us is because we act like fools in the public eye, so we look like fools to the public eye. You know what I'm saying? You can't be mad that there's certain people who don't respect... You know, you got people who's not Greek who don't respect you and don't care about your organization or will do something deliberately just to make you mad because they like, well, you know what I'm saying? You don't deserve the respect. You know what I'm saying? You out here clowning. You know what I'm saying? No, they're clowning you. You know? Very true. You know, so if you, if we came together and we built the respect up of the MPHC, see, we, we, we're so, we, we tend to forget that we're a part of a council. Right. We think that we're our own organization, we're our, we're our own council, when you got to remember we're all together. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think that that's the biggest thing that, that flaws us, at least in my eyes, is that, okay, yeah, social media yes, does intensify it, but if we didn't have the problem in the first place, social media wouldn't be, wouldn't be able to catch it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, uh, that goes for the fighting. That goes for the not wanting to do events just because we're in different orgs. That's for the, you know, um, uh, to the fraternities that might be like, all right, well, we don't bang with y'all because of X, Y, and Z, or because our profiles didn't bang with your profiles, so we we'll right. keep that going. That's dumb. Um, to the sororities who's being catty for no reason. Even to the sororities that don't want to be, like, seen with somebody else, you know what I'm saying? Oh, we don't want to do, do something with the cabins because we, we, they, they, uh, uh, one of them dated our sister, and that relationship went bad. So since it went bad, we hate the whole chapter. People mix business with pleasure, and that's yeah. another problem. That's that real. So, you know, we have to be adults mm. and realize that people look up to us. Because I promise you, you make a change on our campus, the people who's coming into the, in, into the organization, they're going to they're gonna know that there's nothing, no problems. No. And that's how it spreads. From that, from that it's going to be like, oh, man, all oh, them cool. And then people, if people see hostile stuff, they're gonna just they naturally tend to be hostile. Right. While if everybody over there singing kumbaya and is believable, people is gonna start to want to do that as well because they like the peace, they like the positivity, they like the fun. And then from the college, it branches out to the community. Mm-hmm. You can't say you're gonna be fake and then go to the community and try to be real. You know what I'm saying? You gotta show your real face the whole time. So, you know, I I'm, I see her from time to time. She's cool. I'm cool with Sigma chapter. Doug, I didn't even know he was in Atlanta. I literally thought he was some celebrity from Ohio or yeah, something. Yeah, I thought she was in Alabama. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> so like, you know, I, I'm, I got to meet him, and these are all cool people. And I think that building a relationship, people have to go the extra mile to build a relationship. It's more than just add a person on Instagram. Yeah. It's more than double-tapping a picture. It's more than just doing cyber relationships. Mm-hmm. Meet a person face-to-face and talk to them. Um, you know, to change, retweet everything that y'all said, but, um, I just feel like there needs to also be some stricter guidelines to who we're letting in our organizations. I feel like a lot of people are sliding through the cracks and they're putting on one persona to get in and then they're a completely different person once they get in. Um, so those are the people that are, you know, bringing us down as well. Um, and being held accountable, and like you said, just, you know, being adults, like, we just need to come together. Like, I feel like we work together more and, like, just realize the bigger picture that we can really, really move forward and kind of rebrand, you know, the way people think. Because just seeing what people say about Greek people on the Internet is just like, that's what y'all really think about us, huh? Yeah. But then, you know, I think about how some of my actions, I'm, I'm not perfect. I ain't never been perfect. But I just think, you know, 
my neo days and things I would say and do and it's like things that perpetuate these opinions and it's just like we need to start one with ourselves and then the people around us like okay we need to do something for the community we need to do this we need to do this like you know be able to correct ourselves and you know reach back to neos and neos neos like okay this is what we need to do I know what you saw what I did okay be better than me and change this and you know don't argue with the Zetas all the time. We better than that. You know what I'm saying? We supposed to argue with Delta. No, I'm kidding. But like, you know, it's just, <laughs> you know, just, you know, <laughs> correct yourself and realize what you do. And, you, and that's what growth is about. And it's like, you can grow, but you can help someone else grow as well. So yeah. I think, yeah, cause you touched on mostly what I wanted to say. So I feel like that's what we need to do to, you know, grow in the future. I know. And then just the future of black Greek letter organizations. I just hope we're here for, our, I hope our kids are able yeah. to be, undergrad because the way things are looking with these hazing because it's not getting much better it's getting really crazy and i feel like they're gonna snatch undergrad all together and i feel like it's gonna be like a literally online process they just log in and learn the information and and then come pick up their certificate because it's gonna be like look y'all ain't finna get us sued again like so that's another scary thing i just hope that our kids will have organizations undergrad that ties into people you know that ties into that whole maze yeah, and then that whole culture, once things went underground, it became this whole, you know, finger point, like, oh, are you made? Are you not made? Are you paper? Are you this? And then it's just like, everyone's fighting. It's like, oh, well, we get shot in the face for our process. What you do? So everybody's <laughs> trying to impress everybody. And, no, and, now, just, and now everybody off the yard. Like, yeah, so it just gets it gets too much in right. that, that few. And it's like, y'all doing this, and y'all doing this out in public, and now it's evidence because y'all over here, you know, arguing on the internet, being stupid, and now people screenshot it, and now everybody off the yard. So it's just like, yeah. people have to be smarter about their decisions and think of the bigger picture. Like, you want a chapter or you want a reputation? Like, right. is it worth it? Um, me personally, you know, like, like Melanie said, I just, I just hope that we're here. My concern is that somebody will hurt somebody too, you know, severely, and, and you know, in, in addition to life being lost, like, you know, like she said, the organizations will say either undergrad is gone or all, you know, the organization as a whole will just disappear because of financial reasons. Yeah. So, you know, that, that's something, you know, I, I, I have concerns about and, you know, I definitely, you know, hope that we can avoid, but, um, I, I think that, you know, this Trump presidency will, will lead (laughs) to a resurgence in the effectiveness of a lot of black civic organizations and I definitely hope and I, I, I will do my part to make sure, you know, these black Greek led organizations, you know, mine in particular, will, you know, do something that is productive and contributing to helping our people and what you know, we very well feel is gonna be a interesting and rather turbulent four years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To say the least. We all we got. So we really yeah. need to lean on each other before they start this um we got to start wearing Africa pins on our shirts like we're about to be in the Holocaust and we just start getting charted off to Africa or something. Like, I'm scared. I'm I'm expecting the worst from Trump because the way things are going, I'm just like, Lord Jesus, help us. People got to get used to, you know, leaning on each other as, you know, brothers and sisters instead of leaning on the shield, but I'm sleeping. Yeah. Mm. So, um, <laughs> I, think, conversation. I think on that note, you know, <laughs> no, you know, it's, I, I think there was some great things shared and I want to say thank you to thank each you and every so one of our guests. Thank you for coming. Um, you know, thank you for representing your organizations. You all did a, a great job. And so thank you for listening to On My Grown, the podcast. And we just hope, as always, this has, uh, been helpful. Shameless plug. Follow me on Instagram. At oh, yeah. Follow these solo. people. We going to shout yeah, them out on the gram. <laughs> right. My name is Nia Novella, N-I-A underscore N-O-V-E-L-A. First name, 
That was a little. That was a little. I'm not creative. <laughs> I'm really it's a long creative. Instagram name. The thing is, I'm not creative enough to come up with a cool name. Mine's is simple. D U K K. The number two. It's always been that way. Where's the number one at? There is no number one. Actually, it's an Asian somewhere that got my name. (laughs) (laughs) His name is Duck, and I've commented plenty of times. I can't have a name back. (laughs) Can I have a name back? Hey, just checking. You haven't uploaded since 2009. Can I have my name back? (laughs) But, um, yes, thank you guys for listening. I know we had a mouthful, and it's still stuff we didn't even get to touch on that we had on our page. But um, we may have another great discussion. Hopefully, you guys enjoy it, and we can do this again. So, um, yeah, y'all be blessed.